and we are back to business on 103.9 LI News Radio. My name is David Levenstein. If you're a business owner or professional, please contact me at my show at jvcbroadcasting.com. That's my show at jvcbroadcasting.com. I would love to hear what you have to say. I know all of Long Island will as well. My guest is Neil Himmelstein. He's the owner, the CEO, the co-founder of Main Street Planning Group. You can listen to him every Friday at 3 p.m. as he hosts... The Main Street Code for Financial Success. The Main Street Code for Financial Success. Now, when we talk about financial success, one of the topics is a income that you can guarantee that you can uh, uh, guarantee yourself. Well, you know, and yep. that you can can't outlive. Guaranteed right. income that you cannot outlive. Right. I don't know any financial pl- planner nowadays that can actually say that. How could you? Well. Very simply, there, there's there's something out there just like Social Security. Right. You know, what we don't think about when, we, when we're working, during our working years, yeah. we're all, you know, we're used to that paycheck every two weeks or every week. Sure. And you get that paycheck, and then we buy things. It's a great thing. Okay, paycheck, we can plan. Here's our rent. Here's a this. Here's that. Here's our mortgage. Here's the little extra money we have, and we right. put it in savings. And I don't care how many assets you have. You have 100000 You have 200000 I'm ready to retire. What's the one thing when you retire that you don't get? Um, a paycheck. A pay, well, a paycheck. Yeah, a paycheck. Right. Well, you could get Social Security right, when you're but, 60. But that's not a paycheck. Right. You don't get a paycheck. You retire. You're giving up your paycheck. But I'm right. looking forward to that paycheck. Sure. So you can actually, with some of your, not all of them, okay. buy yourself a paycheck right. for the rest of your life. Well, here it is. My and wife, you can have that paycheck increase right. as time goes on, mm-hmm. or I have a level amount forever to pay for fixed expenses through something called an annuity, Let and me it's say, an income stream. I got a question for you. Like, my wife has a job, and she receives a pension. Right. I don't have a pension. So okay. is, this, is this a tool that I that can pension, use to create a pension for myself? That's exactly what it is. That okay. pension right. is really an annuity. That's what that pension is. That's where they put that When money. you have that definite income plan, right. mm-hmm. you know, if you have a pension, if you're fortunate enough, you know, that's all changed over time. There's, a, there's only select jobs that actually have pensions anymore. Right. But when you have a job and you have a pension yeah. and you're ready to retire, they offer you some, what they call pension benefit. They, they're going to give you a choice. Okay. The automatic choice is if you're married that will give you a certain income level for you and your spouse. Right. Now, if it's just you alone, mm-hmm. they'll give you a higher income amount. Sure. Makes sense. Okay. When you pass away, that money is gone. Right. Or they'll give you options of 50. All that is is an annuity with different options. Okay, here's a question I have. All these you. options you have... You, independently with your own assets, you can create your own pension. Okay, so here's the question I have for you. Um, you have a pension, right? You retire, you have a pension. The day after you have your pension, a week later, you like your first check, you hit by a car, that pension dies with you, unless you have like a spousal continuation clause, right? Correct. Is that something that you can get with an annuity as well? A hundred percent. So you can have a, so something happens to me, my, with an annuity, the income that my wife, re, I can have a spousal continuation on the annuity. So Correct. My, something happens now, to me, a, my wife can still continue to get the money. Now, let me take this a step further. Okay. When you make that choice <clears throat> to have your spouse take the lower income so that your spouse still gets that income. Sure. You're actually buying life insurance. People don't realize it. it's actually 
a life insurance. There's actually a component in there that you're buying life insurance. Now, it's, it can be very expensive because it could be a difference, let's say, $300 a month. Oh, so that's why I hadn't said that. So that's why when you choose spousal continuation on a pension or an annuity, the price is a little bit you get less money because that difference is going to pay the premium. Because you're for actually it. buying life insurance. Oh, oh. Now, there's a, there's a theory out right, there. Right, there's a cost. Every, there's there's a cost something everything. out there called <clears throat> pension maximization, okay. which is a concept that we use in, in financial planning. And basically, let's say by percentage, if you and your wife are the same age, you'll probably pass away within five years of one another. Hmm. So am I going to sacrifice $300 a month for the next 25, 30 years if, if it's only going to benefit her for five years? I suppose. I sp- or or, or yeah. maybe not at all. Yeah. In my, in my thinking, life insurance pays off when you have an untimely death. I understand. So, so, yeah. so one of the strategies we use is we look at that difference in income and we might actually buy some life insurance. Oh, I see what you're saying. And you take the top income Mm -hmm. so you can maximize your pension. Right. And So so what you're saying is it may be cheaper to take the higher amount of money of annuity on yourself. Right. And then take some extra money and buy an insurance policy. On yourself. On yourself so that we... That will ensure your pension. Right. At a much lower cost. At a much... Is Depend, that, depending is that, on your health, it's a great strategy, right? And one that we use quite often. Now. When you do the spousal continuation within an annuity, is there underwriting when it comes to that? No, no, there is no underwriting. No, no underwriting on that. So okay. it depends. I mean, this could be a strategy that might work for you. Now, right. we recently uh, actually we have a couple applications in house where our client also wanted to protect their pension from long term care. Mm. So they're using that difference in money. Wait, wh- why would you need to protect your pension from long-term care? Well, because long-term care is going to devastate your assets if you need long-term care. If you ever listen to my show, it's uh-huh. like one of the biggest things. Explain. Listen, it's death, taxes, where I'm going to need care, taking right. care of me, and 70% of us are going to need some sort of long-term care. So in that situation, when we're yeah. doing a pension max, and maybe they don't have the assets, maybe they don't, they really don't have a plan for long-term care to protect their pension and their other assets... Sometimes we'll use a hybrid life insurance program that'll protect the pension Mm -hmm. with what they call a long-term care component to it. Right. So if I need the long-term care, I have the funds available for my long-term care. If I don't, I'm maximizing my pension anyhow um, by taking the highest amount. And I still have a life insurance component. Okay, so if you don't use, if you don't need the long-term care component, it still acts like a regular life insurance policy. It's a regular life insurance policy. It goes tax-free to my spouse. And or my, people can or my use children. the money from their immediate annuity to help fund that. Well, no, you're not. The immediate annuity is a separate life insurance policy with right. a long-term care component. Sure. On the side of the immediate annuity, so we can do oh, both. I see. Oh, you can do both because we're taking the difference. And buying that extra protection for ourselves. You know, you're talking like it, this is not even a new strategy, but why don't we all know of these, of these strategies? Well, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an independent wholesaler for right. insurance policies. Right, right, right. And I'm always thinking of creative ways of helping people. Right. And, 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 and efficient ways mm-hmm. to maximize their money for retirement. Right. Okay. And to protect and maximize the protection because 
I have the crystal ball. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, you say, oh, you can't predict the future. I can predict the future. I can guarantee you the market's going to go up. It's going to go down. I can guarantee you one day you're going to die. Right. And with most certainty. Right. With most, by percentage, two out of three, 70% are going to need some sort of care, either in their home or in a facility. You know, Above and beyond. It's so interesting because what you're saying is so true. The market does go up and down. We're definitely going to die. We're definitely going to get older and need some sort of assistance, right? Right. But yet, in, like we've discussed in my particular case, my parents were not prepared. And I know many older, uh, many seniors who are not prepared. And I think that w- at what point should we s- start preparing? When we're 50? When we're in 40? In our 40s. The earlier, 40s, right? the better. Because you want to prepare when you're young enough to prepare. Right. Why okay, aren't we when preparing? When you can make decisions. Yeah. And, you know, I do a lot of estate yeah, Why don't people prepare for what is actually going to happen versus preparing for the things that may or may not happen? Well, you know, as we get older, we have much better vision. When but I was in my 20s, but when you get older, I you could have, jump off a house yeah, but and we, not worry about breaking my bones. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. When you're buying long-term care as, at, an, at, an, at an older age or life insurance, it's a lot more expensive than when you buy it at 40 or 45, right? Oh, absolutely. Much more expensive. And possibly you have some impairments because, let's face it, they look at not how long you're going to live when you're buying long-term care policy. They look at, am I going to need help? And they know 70% of people are going to help. And if you have a health condition, that moves that up to 80 or 85 or 90%. I mean, if you're in your mid-40s and you're healthy and you say, I don't need insurance, I'm I'm 42, I'm healthy. But the truth of the matter is, in 10 years from now, you may have diabetes. In 10 years from now, you may have uh, need a stent or something. You don't know what's going to go on. So right now, knowing what Neil just said, the market is going to go up and down. You're definitely going to die one day. You're definitely going to need some sort of assistance. Buy insurance, long-term care insurance, life insurance now, while it's actually really affordable, right? Correct. 100%. And, huh, interesting. And you have to prepare. All right, we're going to take a short little break. I want to come back and talk more about long-term care, about life insurance, and about annuities. I'm speaking with Neil Himmelstein. He is the owner of the Main Street Planning Group. Visit him, uh, or get in touch with him, rather, by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. And listen to him every Friday at 3 p.m. right here on LA News Radio. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back. Excuse me. I need a drink of water after these words. back thanks for sticking around my name is david levenstein this is back to business again if you're a business owner or professional please contact me at my show at jvcbroadcasting.com i got an empty chair here next to me and i want you to be sitting in it telling long island what it is that you do what it is that you offer long islanders my show at jvcbroadcasting.com my guest neil himmelstein he is the president of the main street planning group mainstreetplanninggroup.com mainstreetplanninggroup.com listen to him every friday at 3 p.m right here on airline news radio we're talking about life insurance guaranteed income for the rest of your life annuities and long-term care and how these three legs should be part of your financial plan, right? Absolutely. And there's volatility in the stock market, but there's no volatility 
<laughs> in the benefits of a life insurance policy. No, and, and, and I have to tell you, um, when you retire, you know, you have a lot of people on the radio show talk about investments, 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 you sure. on the TV, investments, investments, investments. If all you got to, inv- but everybody mm-hmm. who's retired or thinking about retirement, everybody's got a rainy day fund. Right. You know, or you have to have a rainy day fund. There's sometimes you have fixed in, what they call fixed investments. Why do we have that? Mm-hmm. Safety. Why? Why? Safety. That's what that's people think. Safety. I'm going to buy bonds, CDs. Those are my f- safe investments. CD. Let me tell you how safe a CD is. Yeah. I, pe- people, people get upset when I tell them this. Yeah. I call them certificates of depreciation. They are today. Certificates of depreciation. You know, interest rates, as you know, are uh-huh. way up. Inflation's up. But inflation... And interest rates are growing every day. Um, mortgages, I heard this morning, five thirty-five. Yeah, a year ago, less than a year. A ago, month ago, three fifteen. A year ago, they were two. I I know two. So inflation is is rampant, and yet I opened up the newspaper, mm-hmm. and what do I see on the second page? I see a local bank here advertising how wonderful it is to buy a two-year CD at one percent when inflation is eight. Yeah, at one percent now. What does a bank do with that money that you give them for a CD? Lend it. Right. So what does that bank make on your money? Well, they're lending it out at 5%. So everybody wants to know how much I charge, right? Right. I want to know how much is a bank charging you to hold your money? How much are they charging you? Yeah. Oh, they're not charging anything, right? No, yeah, they're charging you. Yeah, they're giving me 1%. They're not charging me. So they're making over 20 to 25% with credit cards and everything else, loaning out your money to other people. Right. But they're going to, so nice, they're going to give you 1%. When mm. they talk about fees, they don't have to disclose that to you. Right. Do you know that a bank only has to keep $0.08 cents on every dollar because they can borrow infinitely from the, from the Federal Reserve? $0.08 cents is all they have to really retain. Okay. So how safe, you know, you feel safe in that? I would imagine if every person who had an account showed up at a bank one day to withdraw, they probably would not have enough money. Right. So they had something called the FDIC insurance, which will insure one account up to, I think it's $300,000. Yes. But that's the safety. They'll still, that happened to my father, by the way, two different banks, of course. You know, he lived in a different time. Mm -hmm. Still can happen today. Yeah. And he had to wait 30, 60 days for his money. Thank God that wasn't his only money. But is that what you want with your rainy day money? Is that the safe thing to do? So one of the things that I'm a proponent of Mm -hmm. is fixed annuities are now paying north of 3%. Right. Okay? Almost up to 3.5% now when the banks are paying you possibly 1%. And there's one other thing that if you buy one of these annuities paying you 3 3.5%, you don't pay taxes on it. Until you take the money out. Right. Now. So no phantom tax that's deferred, all that stuff. Right. Now, if you buy a CD mm-hmm. or your money's sitting in the savings account, not only are you only getting 1%, right. but they're taxing you on that 1%. Right. Uh, yeah, so, right. So you get 1%. You so get, if you're, you're in a 25% tax back, federal and state so included. You're getting 75 basis points. You're, you're getting even, 75 cents. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So if you put a versus 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 a tax deferred three and a half percent, right? So the difference is, <clears throat> if you put a hundred thousand dollars in at one percent, right, 
in five years after taking taxes at, you may have $104,000. Right. Now, maybe. 104 net. Right. Okay. Forget about what 104 is going to buy in five years at 8% inflation rate. Right. But 104 net, you'll buy, you know, $80,000 worth of goods for your $104,000. Now, in the meantime, this is what pisses me off. Yeah. The bank has made 20 to 25%. Let's say they made 20% a year. Right. Easy math. 20 times five, they've doubled your money. Hmm. They've made $100,000 on your $100,000 where you've made maybe four. I want to be in the bank. That doesn't seem... I want to own a bank. I want to be a bank too. Yeah, I want to be a bank. I'm jealous. Now, if you had a 3.5% just for five years... Yeah. Okay, or 3%. 3% of five years, I've done this, compounding without taxes, around $117,000. Right. That's a big difference in money, wouldn't you say? I think so. Okay. Now, that's your safe money. I'm not saying you shouldn't do investments, but I have to tell you something. Yeah. When you're retired and you don't have that paycheck coming in every month, Mm -hmm. I think you want to preserve your assets a little bit. You got to sit back and say, can I afford a market dip right. at this age when I don't have the paycheck coming in? Well, you know, a lot of the financial advisors nowadays, and, um, and I agree with them um, to some extent, uh, because fixed income is risky and, and, and the interest rates are lower, uh, they have um, relied on total return. Total return. But, okay. but, but still, the inherent risk in That's, total return. Now, we could talk about total return. We could talk about mutual funds. Yeah. I think I love mutual funds. I yeah. think they're great. Okay? You have somebody that's managing these different things for you. I can't, I can't tell you how many bottles Coca-Cola is producing. Mm-hmm. They actually have people inside these funds that look at these things. Now, I'm not right. an investment advisor. Mm-hmm. I used to be, but I'm not. Right. But... And I think it's a great thing, and you have a money manager, and mm-hmm. he has a he has a thing. Sure. But do you know that you could actually lose value in a mutual fund mm-hmm. and pay taxes? Yeah. Whoa! People don't realize that that the fund manager you like, could actually, as they're buying and selling things, have yeah. capital gains, pay taxes at the year, and have a yeah. lower value. What people don't realize is sometimes when you own a mutual fund, the, the fund manager is buying and selling equities. Right. And even though your mutual fund may be flat for the year or even down, any capital gains that are uh, realized within the portfolio, you as a shareholder are responsible. Now. Why has the market been so hot, so hot, so hot? Part of the part of the reason. There's a mm-hmm. lot of reasons. Listen, a million, and I'm not, you know, I'm not on CNN, you know, doing market analysis, but mm-hmm. I can do basic math, and it's yeah. very simple. Up until a couple months ago, we had no interest rate, fixed income rate, right, that we could earn. So, keeping the money in the market drove the market crazy because all the big institutional money. Is where it's in the market. Yeah. But as interest rates come in and they start getting higher and they have other alternatives where they can be at three or four percent on their safe money. That's where they're gonna put it. They take the money out of the market, right? Which forces the market to be go down and be more volatile than it has been the last several years. Right. So it's interesting because uh, when people look at their portfolio they'll see some of their investments are aggressive and some of them are more stable investments like the big, big blue chip companies that pay a nice dividend but if they, like you say if the interest rates go up 
people are going to find more security in having a higher yield with a guaranteed principal. Right. Now, and that's where the money is going to go. Now, one of the things I encounter quite a bit yeah. with, with elder attorneys and, and, and care coordination and all this in long term, and I talk a lot about long-term care in my program. Sure. But one of the things that I think you have to be cognizant of, not just of your own finances, right? but if you have parents, yeah. okay, and they start kind of losing their mental faculties, um, they start forgetting things, they may stop paying a bill, they may this, but all of a sudden, if they're heavily, my father was heavily invested in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 My seconds. father was brilliant, okay, right. but my father was in the market for f- over 50 years. Uh-huh. He loved the market. He what? used to watch Kramer every day. You know, he couldn't even see anymore. He was blind, but he'd listen to Kramer. And once in a while, he wanted to do a flyer at 85 years old. Well, and maybe, my brothers were... were but well, you maybe have to watch your parents' finances now and make sure that they're there. They are. Okay, I'm David Levenstein speaking with Neil Himmelstein from Main Street Planning Group. Listen to him every Friday at 3 p.m. We've been back to business. 